0: This is Inside the Peloton on over-the-top cycling. I'm George Thomas in Boulder, Colorado, and on the line with us is Team Skies' Ian Boswell. Finished up Stage 5 of the Vuelta a España today. Ian, how's it going?
1: Good, George. Stage 5. I saw someone tweet that we're halfway to halfway, so I guess we're uh, making fun of this.
0: So, yeah, let's kind of go into to what happened today and uh, what was the terrain like, for one thing.
1: Yeah, so today was, I mean, I, I guess they said at the start, potentially the easiest road stage of, of the whole race. Um, it was 168K, um, but then they decided to throw in an extra long neutral at the last minute, so it was uh, 18K neutral um, section before. Before the race started, um, pretty flat day in general. Probably one of the flattest days of the whole race, other than the home day in Madrid. Um, a little uphill sprint at the end, um, but still a sprinter stage. And yeah, you know, it was a nice, nice day. We started on the coast, and it was again nice and sunny. And um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of an interesting stage that the break. No one really wanted to go on the break right today because I think everyone knew it was going to be a sprint stage, and there's some hard stages coming up, so one over actually wound up attacking. Why and No one within, so we kind of started to come back, and then two guys went, and then we had the, the break of the day. But it was a very easy first hour of racing.
0: Okay, so it was. I know yesterday you were kind of like, I don't want to jinx it, but it's supposed to be the easiest day of the tour. Yeah.
1: So yeah, what... it was relatively relatively easy day in general. And what
0: are your tactics like, and how are they different from uh, a day with a lot of climbs? I mean, obviously they are, but uh, you want to get everyone in position for the sprint. Let's really go over what that's like.
1: Yeah, um, and I think even on on a team like like ours on Sky, you know, especially having someone like Froome here, we still, despite not having a a sprinter, we rode second team you know, most of the day, so they're still... And you know, I say it's easier, but there's still a lot of work to be done, especially, you know, for myself on a day like today. It's not so much, you know, riding the front, but you're still, you know, if it's a big crosswind, you know, our team's up there, second, you know, second team in line. So, you know, just staying at the front of the race and then going back and getting bottles and, you know, we have some faster guys to help position Chris, you know, in the final. Um, so my job tends to, to be a that earlier on, just, you know, kind of leading our, our train of riders and keeping us up front.
0: And how does that work uh, for someone in your position where you're having to work your way backwards through the peloton to get to your car, load up with bottles, and then work your way all the way to the front, um, but you also have to try to hit every one of your teammates, so how do you find everyone? How does that How does that work?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess it, it, it's easier for us because we are usually all riding in group at the front, so, you know, if I'm at the front, and we need bottles, we kind of pull to the side and just drift drift slowly back. And, you know, that's kind of the easy part because, you know, you can you know slow down and kind of just drift back. Um, and then, you know, you go to the car and being a Grand Tour, we have nine riders, so you have to take on extra bottles compared to normal. Um, you know, so you usually grab 10 to ten to 12 bottles, you know, because I think you might need two. And then, I guess, more of the, the challenge or more of the effort involved in moving back up the, the peloton more. and in a race like this with you know all the world teams, everyone's pretty respectful so if you come up the side you just you know kind of call out that you're providing service people usually usually get out of the way um, or you know give you a little space to come up and kind of a just a common courtesy if, if someone's calling service
0: to, to let them pass so they are um, pretty good
1: about it just, okay. yeah i say it's you know especially in the middle of the race when it's pretty relaxed it's relatively easy. You know, today I went back to get bottles later on, maybe until the last 30K, and it was definitely more challenging to get back up because it's also, the race is faster at that point, so it's more strung out as well. Uh, But, yeah, usually, uh, usually you get some help from other riders, just, you know, making some space for you.
0: How many times during a race do you need to do that?
1: Oh, well, I mean, today I probably went through maybe 12 to 13 bottles, just myself. Um, so along with going back to the car and getting feeds, you know, and I'm not doing it the whole time, you know, other riders going right. back as well, I mean, especially if someone stops for a nature break, they'll come back up with bottles. And then being a grand tour, like I said, we have a lot of staff here. Um, so we have some extra feeds out on the road as well. So we've been doing a you know feed zone probably every, if we can, You know, there's one official feed zone where we get uh, food and bottles and musets. And then we had two extra feed zones with uh, two staff members with musette bags with four bottles each. So they give us, you know, four musets with four bottles to, you know, to make sure everyone has bottles. Um, But on the day that, you know, just being the water hot, you know, we are going through a lot of water, so it's important to, to always have, you know, a bottle, bottle and a half of on your bike.
0: And what have the temperatures been like?
1: Um, so today we got up into uh, you know, higher temperatures because we're inland, so the humidity is lower, um, but around 35 degrees Celsius. I'm not sure what that equates to in, in Fahrenheit because that's just what they tell us. And I know that it's pretty hot, and you know, the radiant heat out on the road definitely heats things up.
0: So I'm curious, um, people like different foods, people like different mixes in their bottles. How do you determine what food goes to whom and how do you determine what bottle goes to which rider?
1: Yeah, so in the feed zone, for example, in the the designated feed zone, um, all the musets are the same, so there'll be one bottle of water, one bottle of of a carbohydrate, electrolyte drink, and then in there as well is a large assortment of of food. I don't think anyone really takes all the food that's in the bag. Um, you know, some maybe rice cakes, little paninis, you know, gels, uh, energy bars, sometimes a little can of Coke. Um, just kind of a mixed mixed bag. And, you know, it's nice that, you know, it doesn't take a waste because there's usually fans who, you know, wait after the food's done to collect all the, all the goodies that are thrown off to the side of the road. Oh, of course. Um, and then in the race, yeah, yeah, that's so nice that, you know, people are usually a lot of kids out there when they own. Um, but then during the race, you know, most people just drink, you know, they give us an even amount of mix and and water. And then um, I think people have special special drinks. Um, I and mean, usually just write their name at the top of the, the bottle. And if you just can remember where you throw it in your jersey when you're moving up, it's easy, easy to hand off to the designated rider. But it's really. Pretty rare that people have special drinks on our team because you know, we are they're sponsored, and you know the nutrition products that we have are you know proven to be you know the best for for our riders. Um, so we tend to
0: keep it pretty simple. Which drink do you use?
1: Uh, we use a CNP product. It's a, a British company, um, so we use their electrolyte carbohydrate mix. And, and there's a few riders who take bottles that have another. It's a product from CMP, but it has more more electrolytes and like a higher salt content. Um, just some riders who sweat who more and tend to lose more salt in the heat.
0: And how are you doing physically after crash? You've had a couple of days now to recover.
1: Yeah, it's feeling legs feel fine. My uh, upper back and shoulders are a bit tight, but once I get on the bike, it, it's not a problem at all. I kind of forget about it, but sometimes. Doing simple things like grabbing some food out of my pocket on my right side is a bit difficult, but nothing that's uh,
0: nothing that's hindering me. I apologize. I've held you longer than I like to. Uh, but what's coming up tomorrow?
1: Uh, tomorrow we hit the mountains. It's a uh, mountain finish. Only a cat three, but there's some toes before. And then Friday we have a a big, a big old day with uh, a cat one finish. So into the mountains.
0: Well, with your skills, you must be looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, hopefully hopefully my legs are good and
0: ready to perform. Ian Boswell, Team Sky, thanks very much for joining us. Thank you, George. Inside the Peloton on Over the Top Cycling, I'm George Thomas.